Welcome to Second Half Now, a listening experience for the 50-plus generation. Second halfers, boomers, and seniors. The mission of this show is to help people learn how to live a life that matters. This is what adds purpose and fulfillment to our days and helps us make sense of this crazy thing called life. Your host is Dr. Dan Critchett, and the show is all about guests and topics that deal with the challenges and opportunities of real people in today's world. If you want to live a life that matters, Dr. Dan is in the studio now, ready to begin today's discussion. Now, let's join your host, Dr. Dan Critchett. We have choices in the second half of life, and it is so important that we realize what some of the basic options are for us. We can decide if we want to live a life of meaning and purpose or not. We can decide if we want to live a life that blesses others or not. We can decide if we want to engage in things that matter or if we just want to fritter our time away, basically wasting it on ourselves. We can decide if we want to make a difference or not. Listener, I hope you have decided to live a life that matters. It's not the easiest choice, but it is definitely the best one. It will take some effort and focus but it can be done. You can live a life that has more fulfillment and reward than ever, but you do have to choose. Because like they say, not to decide is to decide. That means that if you don't choose to live a life that matters, you are actually choosing to live a life that doesn't. Interested? Well, stay tuned. Today's show is called A Life of Meaning and Purpose is Possible, But It's Not Automatic. You're listening to Second Half Now, a radio show, podcast, and live events uniquely designed for the age 50-plus generation. This is where we discuss the things that are important to us in the second half of life, and I want to welcome you to the discussion. I invite you to pull up a chair and join us at the table. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, and our mission is helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. I'm so pleased to introduce today we have in studio Rowan Haley, and she and her husband Sam have taught English and literacy in a number of different countries, and they have helped people who have moved here from other languages and cultures to become functional in the English language. Rowan has devoted her life to helping people by befriending them and giving them critical tools of survival and success, and she is committed to living a life of service in many locations and situations. So I think we have a lot to learn from Rowan, and I invited her to come on to the show, and she said, I'd be delighted, or words to that effect. So the uh, title again for today's show is A Life of Meaning and Purpose is Possible, But It's Not Automatic. Rowan, thank you so much for coming in today, and welcome to Second Half Now. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's a joy to be here. You know, and we have talked a couple of times on the phone and in person, and there is so much that we can get into, uh, and we won't have time. But So we're going to kind of move right along, and we're going to get to what you have called the five pillars. So we want our listeners to kind of listen to, we're going to kind of build a little bit of a foundation, and then we'll get into the five pillars of living a life of meaning and purpose is possible, but it's not automatic. So let's start by talking about, we're both faith people. And have Mm -hmm. been for a long time. And uh, we've lived out our faith, uh, you know, in service and in occupationally and the things that we have chosen to do. So let's start by talking about Christians, faith people, living uh, a life that has a sense of calling on our lives. So tell us uh, your perspective on that. 
Well, Dan, I've sort of come up with a mission statement for who I am and why I think I'm here. And mine is that I want to have a positive impact in helping other people. So before you go on, that is so simple. I mean, it's powerful. But, you know, people kind of get all tangled up in, you know, using the right words and using fancy things or using, you know, specific uh, terms. But I want you to say that again. So what, what you're saying is this is your personal mission statement. Mm-hmm. And uh, would you say it again? Yeah, it's that I want to have a positive impact in helping other people. I like it. Okay, so I interrupted you, so go ahead. Well, in my working days, I worked for a number of nonprofits, um, managed nonprofits, did PR Largely, the Salvation Army ran programs for them. Uh, okay. So good, good. I, I realized that I loved that feeling that every morning when I got up and went to work, what I did that day would make positive differences in people's lives. And so I just turned that into sort of the lens through yeah. which I want my life to operate. Yeah. Do you find that that's a little abnormal, a little unusual? That uh, because of our sort of inborn self-centeredness, that we don't usually uh, have that as our focus all the time to make a positive difference <laughs> in other people's lives? I don't know. I've never thought about it. Okay. I, I mean, I live in an environment. My husband's life verse is Ephesians 2.10. We are created as God's workmanship exactly. to accomplish the things that he has planned for exactly. us. I love so, that verse, yeah. So I don't know. I know a lot of fellow believers who definitely live lives of service mm-hmm. purposely. Right. And I think that I, I don't like to judge people because a lot of people just do what they love to do, but that is providing help and service or encouragement to others or yeah. something. But I do, I, I will say that once you figure it out and you know what you, <clears throat> that you want to live that way, it certainly makes life easier in a way because... It gives you a tool to evaluate whatever you're about to take on or sure, what okay. you're about to do. Yeah, good. Um, I have a phrase that I use, and I, I've used it with my kids, and I use it in groups. And uh, as a pastor, I kind of share this. I think it's uh, adaptable, adoptable. Uh, so I believe that I am here, and I would say anybody who would choose this, uh, for two purposes. One is to honor God, and the second is to bless people. Mm-hmm. I imagine that you might buy into that. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, so we're saying that a life of meaning and purpose is possible, but it's not automatic. So we're talking about, uh, you said the dilemma is finding structure, purpose, and meaning. So tell us about that. What's your approach to, to those three things? Well, I suppose it could be, I mean, everything that we're going to talk about today, I should preface by saying, I'm not an expert in this. I'm just someone who's been stumbling through it. I get it, right. And, yeah. um, and I had a a time in my life when I was between things for what I thought would be a short Mm -hmm. while and turned out to be a long while. And so because I thought that at any minute I was going to be on an airplane to the mission field again, I couldn't commit to doing things Mm -hmm. because I thought I'd be leaving soon. And that was a miserable time. Did you feel restless? You feel like unfulfilled? You feel like, gosh, I'm not doing what I really... Yes, I did. But more importantly, I mean, even in a non-spiritual context, Mm -hmm. I woke up every morning and thought, well, how am I going to fill this day? And I was already pretty well into this because, as I said, my my work life was about it. Mm -hmm. 
I went from a work life to mission fields, which is by far the most purposeful sort of life I've ever experienced. But then we came home from the mission field, we thought permanently, and then had to start figuring life out again. And for both of us, we discovered that you had to fight to get structure, meaning, and purpose in your life. Right. And so some of it came more easily to me than it did for my husband. But it's been a real focus in our lives recently and something we talk about a lot and, you know, that we're both trying to hone down. And I will say that this whole thing of finding structure, meaning, and purpose in retirement is a process and a journey. It's not a destination. And unlike our working lives where we have to make long-term commitment to things, We have the freedom here to try something, and if it doesn't really work for us, six months later, we can try something different. I like that. I want our listeners to really tune in on that, because what you're saying is uh, maybe if we can can think a little broader, think a little bigger, and uh, uh, be a part of that process of finding what it is that we feel called to or what it is that is uh, meaningful and rewarding for us. And we're going to get to the five pillars, but I want to kind of lay this foundation because the people who are listening to us predominantly are in the second half of life. They're they're 50 plus. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're retired, but maybe they're not yet. But they're thinking about, well, what am I going to do? Because when it used to be when you get to 65, for the men anyway, you bring your lunchbox home from the factory for the last day and you put it on the counter and you say, I am so done. And then you got your pension and everything, and you sit in a chair, and maybe you go fishing, or maybe you watch TV or garden or whatever. And then uh, back in the day, that you know, you didn't have a whole lot left, a whole lot of time left. Right. But now, 65 is a milepost. Yeah. And we breeze right past this thing, and we got another 20, 25, yep. 30 years. And so what I want our listeners to hear is that you can have a life of meaning and purpose Because if you're winding down or if you have left behind a career or a job or an occupation or something intentionally or otherwise, it doesn't mean that uh, that you're done. And you can really maybe have the best years of your life uh, from now on. Well, Psalm 32 says, trust in the Lord and do good. And I don't see a I don't see a a release on that or an end date. Right. And until you retire or (laughs) until you're tired. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, my my small print Bible. She's looking it up in her Bible, right? Yeah. My small print Bible has about a thousand pages in it. Yeah. I've been through this thing a number of times and I've never found retirement in it anywhere. Yes. And most of the prophets and the disciples dropped dead in harness. Yeah, in the harness, yeah. I've had people ask me, say, Pastor Dan, when are you going to retire? And I say, I'll get back to you on that. I'm going to look it up in the Bible. (laughs) So I haven't found it yet, and you haven't found it, so uh, let's conclude that it's not in there. So, Mm -hmm. um, But it does take, uh, it takes, there's a process is what you're saying, and there will be trial, and there will be effort, and there will be work, And but what you have said is that it's meant to lead somewhere. So just because something is hard or just because something is going to take some time to figure out or pursue or try different things um, doesn't mean that it's uh, wasted or pointless. It leads somewhere. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and you've already said this, uh, it is a journey and a process, not a destination. So if you feel like you have arrived and you're kind of done, 
uh, get up off the couch and say, okay, there's more. There's more unless, unless you have a passion and you're following it and it's got a, right. a service or a, you know, a spiritual impact right. side of it, then you're one of the lucky ones. Yes. I've yes. always envied those who knew exactly what their passion was and could give their entire life to it. Yes. How blessed are they? Yes. There's no question they're they're faced, you know, right toward this direction and don't want to get much, you know, in the way. And so we want to get into the five pillars. And I'm looking at the list here and I'm eager to have you mention some of these and give us some color uh, to them. And we're going to get to the five pillars right after the break. So folks, don't go away. We will be right back. Do you have aging loved ones who need some help at home? How do you know when it's time to get some assistance? And what are the signs they may not be able to live at home safely? Golden Placement Services specializes in these questions and transitions. They provide professional placement services when it comes time to find a safe, comfortable place for your loved one to live. These are people you can trust, and their services are provided at no charge to your family. Call Diane Delaney at 503-926-2111. That's 503-926-2111. Golden Placement Services. Caring professionals you can trust. Looking for a new home that is affordable, well-built, and only 18 minutes from downtown Portland, then you've got to see the Brunswick Commons condominiums. These great new townhomes are located in the Gateway area and will be completed by November 1st, 2018. Selling for $299.9 with income guidelines for purchase, each home has three bedrooms and two and a half bathrooms. These sturdy and attractive homes are built by Vic Construction Company, an Oregon builder with over 20 years' experience. And at this price, they won't stay on the market for long. For more information, please call Morgan Davis Homes at 503-748-8200. That's 503-748-8200. If you are even thinking about buying or selling a house, you really need to talk to the best in the business. You probably have lots of important questions. After all, it's not just a house, it's your home. Dave Long at 24-7 Properties is the realtor who can answer your questions and provide lots of options. There's no cost or obligation to get his accurate, reliable information that will help you make the decisions that are best for you. Call Dave Long at 503-607-4216. That's 503-607-4216. properties. It's not just your house, it's your home. So I just want to say I encourage you to get in contact with those uh, sponsors that you just heard uh, commercials for. I know these people, have known them for some time, and uh, believe in them. They will provide excellent products and services uh, for you. And um, if you, you can go to our uh, website, secondhalfnow.com, and click on the Network tab, and there you'll see all of our sponsors. You can click on their logo, go to their website, find their contact information, because we don't sell anything on our show and we don't ask for donations. So the sponsors are the ones that provide this show for you. And we can be heard around the clock and around the world. And so I really appreciate those sponsors. Also want to mention a couple of others. Um, we have Bob Lum uh, providing integrity and service for all your insurance needs. He's on our network tab. So he's my insurance guy. So go there. I believe in Bob. He does an outstanding job. We also have Jackie B. Peterson with Better, Smarter, Richer. 
And her tagline is, do what you love and earn an income doing it. We did a whole show with Jackie that you'll want to listen to. We have Carmen Farmer, enjoyment coach for retirees who want more fun and fulfillment in life. And we have Jay Tompkins, products and strategies for anti-aging and wellness. So we're going to get right back into our subject here. I am in studio with Rowan Haley, and uh, she is helping us get a handle on practical principles for engaging the second half of life and making it count with things that matter. And the topic that we're dealing with today, Rowan, is a life of meaning and purpose is possible, but it's not automatic. Mm -hmm. So before the commercial break, we talked about the five pillars, and I just want to kind of get out of the way here and turn you loose and uh, share with us what are those five pillars that uh, that you've got that you've learned over the years? Well, these are just, as you said, Dan, things that either I or my husband or both of us have done to try to put structure, meaning, and purpose into this time. Basically, they are exercise, volunteering, learning, travel, and part-time jobs. So exercise was a natural for me because I've done it all of my life, but I used to have to get up at quarter to five in the morning Yikes. to do it before work. Yeah. <clears throat> so now I have the freedom to do yeah. it whenever I want. And I know a lot of people don't have the exercise habit, but most of the people I know who don't have the habit, I've heard them say things like, well, I'd really like to do such and such if I had the time. Mm. Well, this is a time when you have the time. Right. And make it fun, whatever you like. You know, if it's walking or line dancing or tennis or pickleball or martial arts, kayaking. But studies in neurology have shown that being active regularly can retard or speed up processes of dementia depression, and shorter lifestyle. Yeah. You know, lifestyle. as a reference there, I had on the show uh, a little bit ago a guy uh, from Seattle. Uh, I shouldn't call him a guy, That's got, but he's a doctor, a Harvard-trained doctor, medical doctor, and he has spent a lot of time. He's led research teams on cognitive development and particularly in regard to aging, and he will confirm exactly what you're saying, yeah. that physical activity promotes longer-term good positive health, mental health, and uh, the way he says it is you will uh, postpone or prevent the onset yes. of dementia and Alzheimer's. And to me, those, uh, those things are frightening when we think about, you know, because we all know people who have kind of slipped right. into that or are deep into it. Um, well, there's another piece to it, too. The Bible tells us to, um, to care for our temple. Yes. And God wants to use us. But if we're making poor lifestyle choices, we become unavailable and unusable. If we are becoming immobile yeah. or have too little energy or, or health issues. Yeah. So our listeners can be thinking of it that way. Yeah. If you're sitting on a couch and munching on Doritos and watching daytime TV, you're, not, you're going to be unavailable and unusable. Yep. Like yeah. To me, yeah. exercise is a spiritual discipline. And by the way, in case anybody doesn't know, when you get to uh, Medicare and you, uh, at 65, and you have certain, um, you know, um, gap in insurance. Medical, I mean, medical supplement insurance. Exactly. It'll pay for a gym membership. I go to the gym three days a week at LA yeah. Fitness. I have access to everything, and I don't pay a dime. Right. 
I I often go to L.A. I go to 24 Hour, right, and I go you. to a couple of swim centers. There you go. So, you got it. Yeah. Okay. So what's next on the list after okay. exercise? Well, I would say volunteering because okay. that's another area. Studies have shown that people who regularly volunteer at least two hours a week two hours a week have okay. better health, happier marriages, more and better relationships and support networks. They live longer, and they rate higher on all the happy, happiness wow. indexes. Yeah, yeah. So, so volunteering, two volunteering, hours Volunteering, and whatever you enjoy or whatever your working skills were, there are nonprofit organizations out there that oh, need course. you. Yes. Right. And so, you know, if you like animals, volunteer with an animal place. Mm-hmm. Help tutor kids. I I volunteer at the library. I actually like just shelving books and pulling holds, but I also do homework help two hours a week for elementary kids. And another place to look is where do you donate your money? You've obviously got an interest in that kind of work, so find a place to actually volunteer there. Another one, big one for me, is learning. I love learning. I like to consider myself a lifelong learner. And how often have all of us said, boy, I'd really like to learn photography or about astronomy or, you know, there are a million things. I'd want to learn to play the piano. Well, this is the time of life when we can do that. And it doesn't have to be expensive. The libraries now have a service called Canopy, which is a video streaming service, and it's absolutely free. And they often have the great courses on video through Canopy. So if, you, if your interest is in ancient Egyptian history or astronomy or psychology, you can... Gardening, and there's all music. There, you can you know, do yeah. it from some of the country's finest professors. Yes, exactly, yeah. I get there, it's almost a magazine. Right. Every quarter or a couple times a year. Right. And just in And how many times, times have you circled them <clears throat> and think, oh, I'd really like to do that? Yeah. Well, now do it for free through the library. I like it. So, you know, I just looked at the uh, engineer. He's giving us the signal. So we need to wrap up the list. So uh, so we did exercise, travel, learning, and um, volunteering. Okay, so did we, we covered all those. So what's the last one? Well, we didn't do part-time jobs. Oh, okay. And, of course, there's, That's the there's lots with travel. And I guess we're not going to have time to do it here, but I've given you a, a sheet that gives people a number of resources for free or low-cost travel. Okay, excellent. We want to offer that to our listeners. Um, The top of it says, Finding Structure, Meaning, and Purpose in Retirement. And this is, uh, these are the five pillars. This is the page. Mm -hmm. So go to our website, secondfnow.com, and uh, click on the Contact tab. And just uh, put the word uh, pillars in there and uh, push the send button, and we'll get that, and we'll get it to you. We'll make that connection. So, uh, gosh, time went so fast. Can you come back again for another? Sure. Yeah. You've got some other experiences and I, that I would love to have our listeners hear about. So thank you so much. So uh, listener, anything that you want to do to connect with our sponsors or with today's guest, Roanne Haley, 
Uh, and anything that we talked about, again, go to secondhalfnow.com and click on the contact page or on the network page. And so because we can, you can hear all of our shows. They're right there on the podcast tab. We are heard around the clock and around the world. So, uh, again, we've been talking to Rowan Haley, and uh, the topic is a life of meaning and purpose is possible, but it's not automatic. So, Rowan, I want to thank you so much for coming in today. Appreciate it. My pleasure. So, listener, if you have questions about today's topic or if you have suggestions for other topics or other guests, uh, let us know. Again, go to the contact page uh, tab on our website, secondfnow.com. And if you'd like to receive a link to our weekly show, then uh, just tell us that, too. So I want to thank you for listening today, and this is Second Half Now. Uh, helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. And there's so much for us to experience and to explore and to uh, to have a richer, deeper life than we would otherwise. Because we really have to do, uh, we, have to, we have to be intentional about it. We have to make the choices, and it's going to require some effort and structure on our part, but we can do it. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, saying goodbye for now, and until next time, may God help you. Live a life that matters. Join us at the table again. Find all of our shows on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Goodbye for now. You've been listening to Second Half Now, a listening experience dedicated to helping the 50-plus American live a life that matters for second-halfers, boomers, and seniors. As we wrap up this episode, we invite you to take action. Step up, get engaged, do something to learn more. Find out what you can do right now to take a step toward living a life that matters. Connect with us on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Learn the many ways you can listen to the show, share it with others, and actually take some steps in the right direction. Think about it. The opposite of living a life that matters is living a life that doesn't matter. Now that doesn't sound very appealing, does it? Go to secondhalfnow.com and let's explore what's next for you.